Welcome back! Hello! We missed you! Welcome to Season 2 Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Season 2, Episode 1, or Book 2, Chapter 1. Yes. It's a Jeff episode. It's the Jeff show, yes, as David Alt said. Yes, so. So let's get this started. The first episode in a while that does not have a previously. So if you want to know what happens, go back and listen to 12. Yeah. Or the whole series. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just go back and, and read down to this. Yeah. <sighs> so this is the old man. Yeah, we the don't older know. man. We don't know who he is yet. Well, we know. But you, know what you I mean. don't know. Yeah, you yet. don't know who he is yet. And you won't find out until later. Yeah, like next month later. Yeah, so be patient. Yeah. Cows? Cows? Yeah, cows. You'll find out cows. about the cows next month, too. Yeah, all cows. Oh, don't do that, Judy. There's a cat jumping around. It's over here. No, it's over here. What are you going to do? How many? So, yes, you're going to find out how many recovered from this. They just found out. Two. Two. Well, you're going to find out what this is. Yeah, and all that. This part is deliberately vague. It's a flashback, so it's supposed to be deliberately vague. Yeah. Hey, infamous Maria. Yes. Talked about since episode one. Yes. I love M. Sierra. She's so awesome. She's wonderful in this. Perfect, perfect, perfect casting. Yes. Glad we picked her. Yes. But she's really amazing because, okay, listening to her line reads is like listening to a TV show. That's that. Because she has conversations That's with back. herself. Yeah. Oh, no. Jeff has just come back from wherever he's been. She's flying tough in the shower and giggling. This is really hard to do. I have to send out a thank you to, I think it was Bruce Busby, who's the director of Supergirl. Uh, me, beautiful. Or was it I just gotta put the Russ, who directs Wonder Woman? Well, one of the guys who's a director, he, um, how, he was telling the people on the admin list how to make it sound like someone is behind the door. And I'd always had problems with that. So, um... Pass off. <laughs> and he falls down the steps. Uh, oh. David did a lot of great improv during that line. Um, but anyway, it was either Bruce or Russ who taught me how to make it sound like someone's behind a door, and that really worked well for this scene. So thank you guys. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. Come here, look. It's funny. Stop that. You're tearing into your own flesh. Let me go. Look. It's going down the drain. Don't you think that's and Sanity comes back to her. <laughs> that was what really hard to record. What are you doing? I'm here. We'll be okay. Come over here. Fucking okay. That was something Jeff's like, oh, Tess is bleeding, but somehow I have to make the water go off. Yeah. I'll just say that Jeff had the presence of mind to turn the water off. Turn the tap off before he bandaged Tess up. I love you, and I don't want you to hurt yourself, no matter how funny you think it is. Try to breathe through it, focus on 
we wanted to get across that Tessa is not sane anymore. But she has her sane moment. And so, yeah. As far as writing. Oh, right. Going in and out of lucid. In and out of lucid, in and out of sanity. Yeah. Well, that and... They've gone probably from screwing every day, all day long, to pretty much... Not really. (laughs) This scene has three music cues. Because you're going from, you know, normal, happy, to panic, to half lucid, half crazy. So it's like, oh, this is so hard to do with music, but... Kevin really pulled through. Just Alright. If you listen back there, there are a lot of harkening back to things that they said, things that they did in the beginning. Andy Lee. Where are you going, Jeff? Jeff? Come back here at a time, you asshole! Get back here right now and suck the hell out of me, Waylon Jeffrey Blue! Um, I decided as an actress to change voice quality in Tessa because her body is saying it. Mm-hmm. We're not saying into what because it's obvious. Why yeah. should we say? We don't need to say. The flashback noise. I like the flashback noise. I'm a ninja cast set as my police officer at the pending picnic. Yeah. Yeah. 1997. There it is. 11 years ago. (laughs) Just so you know. Turn to your right. Thank you and good night. Shut up and get in the cell with your buddy before I knock you on your ass. So here you have Jeff at 17 or 18. And welcome Ryan Pickens to the cast. He's already been in the cast once, but now this role is so funny that we may bring Brock back. Just because we liked it that much. Oh, and that civilian's line, that was a, um... That was an ad lib. That was an ad lib for Seth. He's like, "Oh no, that's too much like Batman." But I, I kept it in anyway because I liked it. Yeah. That, okay. This. I like this one because the boys are not concerned about being arrested and being in jail. So like, yeah, whatever. They, they may as well be like in a garage, locked somewhere. They could be at the Circle K. Yeah. What they're really concerned about is. There are other well, school stuff I'm and how they're going to get to the next tiger. It's just amazing. And Ryan just agonized over these lines. It took him forever to get them done, and every line read. For each single individual line was like at least a minute long, if not longer. 
because he just was like, no, it's not good enough. I'm doing it wrong because I'm all nervous and embarrassed. And I'm like, just get the line done. Just say your line. I'm really tired. I want to get this done before midnight. I'll be doing your homework, too. But I think the end result was really, really awesome. He did a great job. What does that make you? The pretty one Oh, and I want to take this opportunity to say great job, David Alt, because he had so many lines for yeah. this episode and the next one. He was over three quarters of the next two scripts. But he was every other line, pretty much, hence the Jeff episode. Yeah. And he did such a good job, and I know it must have taken him a long time to get all this done, because he's really a professional. really busy, too. Yes, very busy. So kudos. Thanks for David Thank you, David All. We love having you in our cast. We love you, David. Probably. Now, do you mind making a little room on that bench? My favorite line is coming up. I see your name written on it. It's right there. We're sitting on it. The bench. No, Buckethart, my name. That took a long you time for Ryan to record. Into the bench while I was getting my mugshot taken. I <laughs> found a pointy rock. <laughs> Such an idiot. Thousand dollars. That's Mister Idiot, sir. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's it's such a wonderful just this juxtaposition. You've met Jeff, sexy, growly, animalistic. You've met Jeff, kind of goofy, but really sweet. Now you're meeting Jeff before all that. Yeah, you're meeting young, young Jeff. Yeah, and then it goes right back to him being responsible and concerned. Mm-hmm. Which is another side Jeff you get to see. And I really like how we're going from this so silly scene to this very serious scene. It's very nice. That's how we did that. Her lucid moments are getting fewer, and I can't be here all the time. I don't know what to do. She's becoming far more than I can handle by myself. Okay, okay, I'll get there. Where are you? We're in upstate New York. Here comes the mystery. 40 miles north of Cruz. Yeah. I used to live out there. Probably not this far. We're out by Garnet Lake, at the end of a dirt road. It's kind of tricky to find. What's the address? Three Oak Tree Lane, up Cross Road. It kind of looks like a forest, but it's part of the property. What? What are you doing there? Did you just crash the plane? Abby's taking an avid interest. My mate, Contessa Woodsman. Oh, my God. I'll be there tonight. You were just going, what? What's going on? I think I know. You don't have to rush. I'll be there tonight. Ooh, we're tricky, tricky writers. Tricky, tricky writers. Of course, if you paid attention, you probably already have an inkling. job in this scene, but then again, Renee's a cheater when it comes to her lines. Yes, I cheat. I cheat. I wait until he turns his lines in, I come over, I listen to them, and I react to them. So yes, I cheat. I'm out there, okay, I cheat! 
I don't cheat for Dixie. I can't cheat for Dixie. But I can cheat for Tessa because rank has its privileges, okay? It'll be okay. I told someone. She's going to help us. Hey, I'm not complaining because it results in a really great show. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it for the good of the show. I, I would routinely and professionally drown kittens for the good of the show, okay? No. No. Not your kitten. Okay. Other people's kittens. No. Now Seth is going to be all concerned about Okay, so not sex kittens either. Everyone else. Not anybody not relating to Kenyon's kittens, okay? Kitten killer. Yeah. I actually That was improv. Yes, I am. I love that. Thank you, M. So this is our introduction to Maria. You're not Brock Caldwell. That's what it says on my underwear. Oh, God. Yeah, don't play games. What an infantile Rock response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number? You're not him. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, well, what if Brock really did run into her and he just either didn't really know who she was or, or he forgot? He didn't really care. He's like, ooh, pretty girl, I'm going to hit on you. Oh, no, she's never seen me. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> so, if you're not Brock, what are you doing? So you wonder I about like Maria. Mythology. You're a shitty liar. I'm not lying. I do like mythology. And my roommate has money, and I don't. So it was a good trade-off. How much is he paying you? Um. Wow. That much, huh? Huh. <laughs> He's check. paying him, um. You could be <laughs> in so much trouble. I'm not saying you. I have to say this is a very common college boy fantasy. Mm-hmm. The, the older, sexy teacher who's a raging bitch coming on to him. <laughs> and was like, I do wear Coke bottle glasses, so that would make them <laughs> She had... A lot of trouble, I guess, with the uh, the sexy laugh. She's like, how come it was sexy before and now I can't do it? Okay, okay, Gerard Butler. What? Gerard Butler, you sexy son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, he is. He can't sing, but he's really he can't sing, but he's sexy. And I told Em this, and she was like, I don't want him to sing, I just want to lick things off of him. He is not involved. <laughs> I love it. Incredibly so, but... Oh. <laughs> I love this one. It's coming up. It's, it's, oh, the delivery is golden. No! 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 as to why I shouldn't do this because I really, 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 really want to. Like, and, 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 stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, great. You're golden, M. I love the clarity of her voice. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I did ninja cast M, and I ninja cast her based on her Renee Montoya delivery. So go listen to Batman, because she's awesome. I I described that to Ryan as okay, you just came a little bit in your pants. Because <laughs> who got that delivery? <laughs> Did not, not do that, dude. <laughs> and to God, brother, Professor De La Rosa stroked the kid. Ah, so she was trimmed. Oh, my fantasy is complete. <laughs> yes, the detail I have is now complete in I, my head. You didn't go? No. Crazy? She's a professor. Are you crazy? Do you know how many guys are sporting wood because of her? <laughs> Seriously, Jeff. We didn't want to make Brock stupid. I think she's the one taking advantage. We just wanted to make him lazy. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't see the difficulty in this decision. The hottest teacher. Or at least he's smart where it counts. Yeah. Is blackmailing you for a shot at your man wand? Hello. You get over there. Tap that keg. Drink deep of the well, dude. You're a fucking college rock. Professor. Oh, oh, she did not see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, she went there. Oh, she went there. She did. She went there. She drove yes. the car there. Yes, Wait, what? Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, what? Go away. What a coincidence. You're here. I'm here. Yeah, coincidence. Like the coincidence that you were at the convenience store, or the coincidence that you showed up at the study hall. I know. Like Save the Tessa in there. Kind of, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, it's, we kind of, we did that a lot with the, sure. these whole two flashback episodes, where we have these throwbacks to Jeff and Tessa's early relationship, and we have it, like, mirrored, kind of, in... Jeff and Maria's relationship, but Jeff and Maria's relationship is skewed. Like, there's something wrong. That's why most of the music you're hearing behind their scenes is a little off or in a minor key. To kind of clue clue you in that something's not something's not right here. Yeah. And here's a familiar voice, or not? But this is. The introduction to Pete Milana's Welcome, Pete, to the cast of Vegas. I am so happy that we got Pete in the cast. I was thrilled when he auditioned, because I know he's really busy with writing and directing Batman and numerous roles. So maybe nothing is the canary. Yeah. That's where I said his numerous roles. Oh, yeah. Right, so I wish we could see it. Oh, sorry. Come on. Yeah. Sexy uh, man voice. Pete has. Like, we have. I, I, I have been told by a fan that we have the monopoly on the pendant sexy voice men. Yes. And women. And women, too. Sexy voice women, too. I mean, look at Ed. God. 
Thank you, Ann. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Pete watches nice. sexy oh. when, when he does Tommy for Kingery, I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. will you be my pendant boyfriend? <laughs> Please. <laughs> so yes, I was very excited to get Pete in the cast. I'm, I'm biased. I prefer David Alt. David but I'm biased. Very, very sexy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to choose, honestly. I mean, he is a regular in the 300 room. So. Mm, this is true. But, you know, remember, when, when even, Star, even Star Trooper 2 mm-hmm. turns me on a little bit, that's a sexy voice right there. Yeah. Okay, so here we are back in the How'd you get in? I have keys. How do you have keys? Where is she? Upstairs. Master bedroom. I know where it is. I know where everything okay. is. I have keys. I'm ignoring you completely. I need to get you where the cell is. Breaking as much as it's a heartwarming thing. Yeah. Very sweet. And I applaud Marley for. Aren't you dead? <laughs> I applaud Marley for learning the uh, the fairy tale world. She said it was a very difficult uh, tune to learn, but she did a great job. It's not an easiest key either. No, it's. We wanted to bring that in as uh, something that Tessa had learned from a very young age, and she had hummed it before mm-hmm. in a dream sequence, episode three, mm-hmm. and uh, which means that she learned it somewhere, and we bring it about kind of full circle that she learned it pretty much by being something have it sent to her by her grandmother, which now everyone knows is Abby. Yep. We clarify in the next episode. So if you're like, hey, you left some loose ends there, just wait till next month. Everything will be all tied up in a neat little package. Well, you have to because, you know, it can only be 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we went on and on and on and on and on, I would never finish directing and I would die. <laughs> death, death time for Alicia. Yeah. Oh, and this is... uh. An episode that went right from the episode into the credits with the music, so that was a neat thing. That, yeah, it was. A lot of firsts in this episode. Yeah. So, anyway, come back next month. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Why did you wave? They can't see you. I don't know. Because I always wave. Okay, one more time before Katie. Thank you. No, I like it. You can skip the befores. <laughs>